But I just gotta know one thing. Are you ready? No! I said! This is Brotherly Love Wrestling Podcast, a member of the Pulse Podcast Network, and your first stop for everything professional wrestling. So sit back and enjoy wrestling talk at its finest with your hosts, Larry Hall and Joe Corrado. And we're back with yet another rendition of your favorite podcast to ever listen to. That is the Brotherly Love Wrestling Podcast. And I asked to start the show today because I'm selfish and I need more mic time, of course. But not necessarily. I have a little story I'd like to tell. And I waited to tell this on the air because I wanted a genuine reaction from Larry. Okay. It's non-wrestling related. Okay. It happened before I came over to start recording. Mm-hmm. And I find certain things to be funny and three okay. pa- three particular things about this story I found to be pretty funny. Okay. So, I'm going to share it with our listening audience. So, before I left, it was actually right before, decided to get a little snacky snack. Hear my doorbell ring. I know you're right around the corner dropping off your wife. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, ah, it's got to be Larry. I wonder what the hell he wants. Yeah. So my little snacky snack is a Tupperware container full of cheese slices. And that's how I answered the door. Turns out <laughs> it wasn't Larry. No, it wasn't me. <laughs> it was evidently one of my neighbors, uh, Indian fellow. Okay. Yes. He rang, my door- he rang my doorbell. I come out with my thing of cheese. He asked me if he could ask me a question for a second. I'm like, what the hell does that... So is I... it, why do I have cheese in it... Tupperware? Is that the question you want to ask How me? How would he have known that I was eating a Tupperware <laughs> container full of cheese slices? Well, that would have been my first question as you answered the door, but go ahead, keep going. So I put the cheese away, put it on the table, go outside, shut the door. He asks me if I'm a plumber, carpenter, or electrician. Okay. <laughs> By trade, I am an electrician, so not necessarily a random question, but what I would like to know is how he knew... Yes, that you were some kind of contractor. That I was some kind of... He doesn't live on my street. He lives three streets up. So he must... even... Okay. He staked me out somehow, (laughs) because I don't park my work truck in front of my house. No. So he staked me out. So (laughs) I thought that was funny. I said, yes, such and such. He needs electrical work done. That's not the part of the story. He tells me his name. His name is Veertek. And right off the bat, I think this guy's name sounds like it's a Nerf gun. <laughs> like this guy's got the coolest name ever. The Nerf Veertech. Are you ready to get Veertecked? Oh, God. So, uh, that, all in that all, is a pretty cool name. That was my story. <laughs> my story of randomness. And I feel like that's going to set the tone and set the pace for today's show because... I still want to go back to why you keep cheese in a Tupperware container. Because it didn't come in one of those resealable things because ShopRite somehow fucked this up completely. Okay. So you have to take it out. You can't reseal it. And what do we have? And it was a good amount of cheese. Good okay. amount of cheese slices. So we had a big Tupperware container. We keep it fresh. Okay. Keep the cheese good a little bit longer. Meanwhile... I'm just eating my little cheese snack because we have nothing in the house. 
And I see cheese, and now I'm a savage eating cheese, answering the door like a psychopath. So now, I'm the psychopath who eats cheese out of a container. An overly sized container at that. So that's what I'm going to be known in the little town that I live in. The little township, little cul-de-sac type thing. Cheese man. <laughs> I, I, I love the visual that you were painting. Yes. You're welcome, everyone. Because not everyone can see hand gestures and all that. You have to just know that yeah. when I go up in tone a little bit, you better know I'm flailing. <laughs> I'm flailing arms. I'm dropping bows. That's the uh, Italian in you. Yes. Yeah. So today's show... Let's, yeah, let's talk about is, some wrestling. <laughs> let's talk about some sort of wrestling shit that we got going on. Maybe some things that we might have come up with to pass the time. So, but first, before we do that, we are such terrible hosts and really bad at this that we never promote that ticket company that we promote, Ticksplits. You go into a show this week, maybe you want to go see uh, Fandango Sings the Blues in Saskatchewan <laughs> and you need last minute tickets well you go to Ticksplits and they're going to help you out so let's hear from them have you been searching for the best ticket deals around well look no further with Ticksplits the price you see is the price you pay and Ticksplits just happens to have over 6 billion dollars in ticket inventory just waiting for you they absolutely mean it when they say every ticket every venue everywhere and you can save even more with promo code PULSE in all caps to save you 5% off your total purchase. Just go to TixFlix.com and click the search bar. Search events based on your geographic location. Pick the show you want and BAM! It's showtime. Sporting events, Broadway shows, concerts and more with TixFlix.com. And while you're there, be sure to sign up for the email newsletter so you can stay up to date on the latest news and savings with TixFlix. That's TixFlix.com. T-I-X. B-L-I-T-Z dot com. Every ticket, every venue, everywhere. All right, so there you have it, TickSplits.com. And you know, it's a, it's a great place. I actually just to look to see um, what was on there. Um, March Madness is coming up. A lot of basketball will be played. There's tickets for any any kind of qualifier that you're looking for. Um, make sure, though, you use the promo code PULSE in all caps get your five percent off and um helps out uh helps out our podcast and all other podcasts i got a question for you yeah are the harlem globetrotters in the the madness tournament this year uh no i'm not watching that no nope not gonna do it another year missed they didn't make it globetrotters although selection sunday is this sunday so you never know they get outside shot i guess their average age i think is like probably 42 so (laughs) i don't think they make the age cut so Let's get to... Uh, I'm finally going to get to some, some wrestling. Yeah, some actual wrestling. Some fisticuffs. So, Sunday, Fastlane, the last pay-per-view before WrestleMania. There's a different tone happening in the air for WWE pay-per-views as of late. They've actually been pretty good. They've been, yeah. They've yeah, been sure. entertaining. I mean, from Rumble to Elimination Chamber to Fastlane. And Fastlane's not really even a really good gimmicky really pay-per-view isn't. that you have high expectations for. But... Saying that, it was actually pretty good. So it lived past its expectations from my point of view, at least. I kind of had a feeling it was going to be a fun pay-per-view considering there really wasn't much... There wasn't, like, big title matches or anything like that. So you got to figure they got to make it interesting somehow. Yeah. Or you would hope, at least. Well, well, yeah, I mean, that's their job to do that. But I think the Daniel Bryan um, 
KO match. The triple threat match. That was turned into a triple threat match. I mean, it. it, it you really can't lose with those three guys, to be honest. Let's take a side note real quick. Yeah. How do you like the way that they're building this interfeud with Kofi and now the New Day between Vince now screwing Kofi at every cost. How do you how do you feel about that? Honestly, um, I like I like the gimmick of that storyline, but I I think it's a little repetitive already because you're already doing it to Becky Lynch. You did to Becky Lynch first, and then you come and do it to Kofi. I think it's lazy booking a little bit because uh, it, you can't figure out anything else. So this is what you do instead of having it legitimately just be Kofi. They, I understand it's the way you're building them. You're trying to build them as this huge baby face and overcoming all the odds and all that, but you're already doing it with the women. And a lot of people have already made the strong comparison to the same way that they built uh, the Yes Movement, yes. Daniel Bryan. Exactly. I mean, I, I can yeah. see how you would think that, but it's not exactly how... I mean, the authority isn't physically stepping in and... Fighting the battle, like, it, yeah, it's it's, it's definitely a, it's different. Got its, it's got its different than that. Yes, it's different feel. He's actually got to earn it, even though he's been wrestling in the company for eleven years and hasn't earned a title shot, a main heavyweight title shot. Yeah, it's it, it, it the concept is is loosely based, but it, I mean, you have two completely different scenarios, especially for what Kofi's going to have to go through now, another gauntlet match. Um, but it just it's it's good storytelling in one way because yeah. Kofi shouldn't be able to go through those five guys that he's going to have to go through next week. Yes. But in the same fact, you can see why they're doing it. Becky Lynch having to go through what she had to go through, suspended, back on, taken out of the match, blah, blah, blah. Uh, it's the same type shit again, but both of them are working. Both of them are getting who they need to get over and um, getting the heel, the heat that they need. So, Yes, it works, but I think it's a little lazy. But I, I love Kofi Kingston. I really hope he does get the title shot at Mania, which obviously I think everyone's leaning towards. Here's why I like this, and this is why I like storylines like this, because it comes out of nowhere and it grows organically. I mean, it started out as someone who was just in a faction who were really kind of floundering. He gets put into a match that he wasn't originally supposed to be in, Absolutely lights it on fire. I don't know if that was by design, if that was supposed to be exactly how Mustafa Ali was supposed to get built, but it, it worked. Yeah. I mean, the fans have been wanting someone else to cheer. They've been, they look, it's the same people you're told to cheer every single week. They needed something new and they got this with Kofi and now he gets to go through this whole big storyline leading up to mania, how he's not in any like real matches. I mean, he's getting thrown in the uh, handicap matches. He's getting thrown in the gauntlet. Not saying that they're not real matches, but he's not where he wants to be. He's not in that main match. Yeah. That main match for the title is where he wants to be. Is where he thought he should be at Fastlane. And he doesn't end up going in. And now he's just getting screwed with. I mean, I like how, I like how it's being built. I like how it's something, it's someone different. Yeah. And uh, to add to that, it's also making Vince, the heel again, you know what I mean, with him taking them out and putting them in. But yet, he still gets like he came out. He came out when uh, last when the last time he walked out. Vince, it? yeah, it's Tuesday. Okay, so when he he still gets cheered. You know what I mean? And people still sing the song. So it's like 
they kind he of... He still gets cheered, but he knows how to turn it on himself very quickly. Yeah, but people, even though they know he's the heel and he's doing this and taking them out and all that, people are still seeing past the storyline going, you're good at what you're doing. You know what I mean, you're good at being the heel, and then we'll boo you when you... You know I mean? Yeah, when you Do provoke it. us. But everyone knows how good and what he's doing for them. I kind of like that respect factor that he's getting um, because he deserves it. He gets a lot of shit, and WWE catches a lot of shit, but he does deserve so much of of our respect. You know what I mean? That For what he does. Yeah. I mean, when he really turns it on, you can tell. Yeah, absolutely. And right now, he's he's got it turned up. Yes. He's really pushing that pin in your side. He's really... He knows how to agitate when he needs to agitate. Yes. That's why Vince was so good at it back then and how he still continues to kind of tweak it a little bit to do it now. Vaguely still similar and almost (laughs) the exact same, but he tweaks it a little bit. Yeah. He's the ultimate. He was troll before troll was a word. Hmm. Vince. Vinny trolls. Doesn't have the same, doesn't have the same pizzazz. No. It's not pizzazzy enough. So uh, the women's match was interesting, which I think a lot of people could have called very simply that Becky was just going to run in, punch Ronda in the face. So Charlotte gets DQ'd, and that's it. I mean, then she's in the match. Wait, or you said that completely? I backwards. said that all backwards, didn't I? What the hell are you talking about? That Ronda comes in. You predicted that? No, no, no. I'm just well. Everyone, you knew Becky was going to get. You knew Becky was going over. Yeah, and you knew Ronda was going to get in the match. It wasn't... She was going to run in, but I yeah, guess like I mean, I guess it could have been somewhat logical way of thinking. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I don't think point, there was anyone that actually believed she wasn't going to get back in the match. No. That was the point. Yeah, there was a, it was a match that probably didn't need to happen, but it, they forced it on you, and they give you a lackluster ending to it, and even more... Tom Foolery and Blasphemy by Ronda Rousey, who is now the heel Ronda Rousey, who's just a bad ace. I'm going to fight you. I'm going to fight you, and I'm going to beat you up. And I'm going to take that arm, and I'm going to break that arm. Because I'm Ronda motherfucking Rousey, bitch. Pretty much summed her up. Yeah. Yeah, she likes to use the I'm word bitch t- for I'm shock. big and tough, bitch. I'm going to fight you, bitch. <laughs> hey, bitch. <laughs> Yeah, they like just throwing obscenities now just because the crowd goes, ooh, when they say it because it's still the PG era. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's just, it's overused at this point. And uh, if you want to start to be edgy, let's really be edgy and let's start pushing a little bit more than just using the word bitch. Light people on fire? Sure, why not? I don't think it's going to happen anytime today, but... No. We could always hope. Yeah. Um, I mean, like you said, this pay-per-view, it was... It was a, it was more fun than it was trying to get anything really accomplished a lot anyway because like no, everything was, was kind of enter- going it was entertaining yeah absolutely it, it helped with the build to WrestleMania I'll tell you what came out of nowhere obviously and no one knew it was coming was the fatal four way for the uh, United States the United States yeah because the at- United States title has made its way off of the pre-show mm-hmm. where it is destined to perform for eons finally made it off of the pre-show yeah. It made it to the main card. Because they made it a fatal four-way, and because CN and... I'm going to keep calling him CN. I don't care that his name is... Andrade. Andrade. I'm not doing His it. name is Andrade. Um, wow. Mysterio, Joe, and uh, and Truth. I mean... He's yet to pin Truth. You're right. I don't know what they're building towards, or if they're making that any more obvious than it is, but he's yet to pin the guy that he kind of beat for the title. Yes. 
uh, it's going to be interesting to see where Joe goes at this point now that Fastlane's over and what Yeah, what, what do they have happens. in store for Joe and the United States title? Because whoever holds that title ends up getting bumped further and further down the roster. So far, yeah. In, in past history. There hasn't has. been someone who has been able to uplift this title and actually make it mean something again. Since The Miz. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Cena had it. Yeah, Miz had it. Yeah. KO had it. Mm-hmm. Styles had it. It was still doing well, and then it's taken a little bit of a shit. Yeah, absolutely. A little bit of a deuce. <laughs> so, uh, I like that Joe finally won. Um, he obviously deserves it. We we said about this. He kind of needed it. He's done. He's He's been that guy. He's been the tough guy. Mm-hmm. But he hasn't been able to get over the hump and actually win a title. It's long overdue. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I mean, other than that, the women's match was all right. It, it was. It you wasn't mean when Mandy anything. Rose got her face kicked. Yeah, I don't like. I will say this about the SmackDown Women's Title. I I don't per se like that they're kind of putting the SmackDown Women's Title on the back burner to build the Mandy Rose Sonya Deville feud. Yeah. I mean, I see what you're saying there. Yeah, it's just it's not it's not doing anything for me. Unless, it, well, I mean, it would do something if you put the title on Mandy, or I you don't know. know I mean? if this might be building for Mania, and there might be another triple threat match because there can only be four triple threat matches on a on a WrestleMania card. So this might be one of them. Triple threats, fatal four ways. Get them all in there. Get them all on the card. Fatal five ways. Salacious. Don't forget six about. Ways. Don't forget about that you have the Andre the Giant. Battle Royal. You have Are they the still women's, doing that? Yeah. Well, obviously nothing has been said yet, but you would assume. It hasn't mean the damn thing. Meant. Not meaned. It hasn't mean the damn thing. <laughs> That's my Southern coming out. Uh, y'all. Yeah. I mean, Matt Hardy winning it last year was fun to watch. I, I think it's more I think it's more of a novelty <sighs> and more of a gimmick at this it's, point than it anything. Is. And now they're... And, I mean, well, you have the women's one now, yeah. too. So it's even more gimmicky and time-consuming and means nothing at the end of it. Yeah. So years from now, you're going to look back and be like, who the f- this was a thing, and who the hell even won it? And you look at the list of the winners, you'll be like, okay, so... What was it? Cesaro, Big Show, Hardy, right? Corbin. Was- oh, Corbin. So there's, yeah, four. Mojo. Fuck, I forgot about Mojo. Yeah. Again, you're going to look back. It's only been yeah. a few years, and Five. you're you're already looking back, and you're like, who yeah. the fuck won it? The only ones that stand out in my head are Cesaro and Big Show, and, and Hardy, of course, because he was last year. Yeah. Well, wait till we keep going and going. Like, who's it going to get to? It's just another way of getting the super, all the superstars on the card, though. It is. I mean... Which is unfo- okay, it's... but it, it happens so quickly, and it really... It doesn't have that uh, luster behind it. Yeah. No, it doesn't. I mean, the the... Trophy itself is a nice, a nice trophy. It's, it's bigger than half the people that win it. Yeah, um, the women's trophy that looks like a women's reproductive system uh, is a little different, but especially because they can't call it the uh, what was it? What they start out with the fabulous Mula. Yeah, that went battle royal. That went, that went down really real quick. quick. So now it's just the women's WrestleMania battle royal. Should have named it after someone else. Yeah. Could have done, like, the Wendy Richter. Yeah. Doesn't have the same... No, it really doesn't. Harumph. Miss Elizabeth. Battle Royal. The Sensational Sherry. Battle Royal. The Sensational... I like Miss Elizabeth better. 
I think that, the that sensational would be more... rumble. Yeah, that's so much cooler. The royal or the battle royal and the sensational battle royal. <laughs> what did I call it first? <laughs> I'm so gone. Yeah, the, I, I, I like I think the this... Miss Elizabeth battle royal. Andre the Giant Battle Royale. This is where we need to take a little topic turn (laughs) because we're going off the rails. But we we designed the rails to be gone off of. So next, we asked a little question on the Twitter asking you to help us out. Give us a little topic because, you know, we were really coming into this with too high of expectations. We've got a couple things planned, but we need that extra boost, that booster. Mm -hmm. And we got one. (laughs) I'm... Uh, it's from um, 8BitRay, asks, uh, who do you think is deserving of defeating Pete Dunne for the UK title? Now, Pete Dunne, word that he will be defending it, NXT TakeOver, Brooklyn, against Walter. Yes. A newcomer to WWE NXT UK. Mm-hmm. That is a lot of letters, by the way. It is. We next, ugh. No. No? Please don't. No. We you can just call it NXT UK. You don't have to put the WWE. WWE is implied. NXT UK. There you go. Gotcha. A little bit better. Next. Ugh. <laughs> anyway, keep anyway, going. Anyway, the rest of that card for NXT shaping up to be another barn burner blockbuster. Yeah, we won't spoil it yet because it is out. But um, no, but we don't want to be those guys. Yeah, we don't want to be those guys. Next week's NXT is going to be pretty good. So watch it, and we'll we'll. Find we'll out all together. find out together. Exactly. We'll yeah. all tweet about it in joyfulness and happiness, and we'll be eating our ice cream bars and our push pops and our ring pops, and we'll be joyously tweeting each other, ah, it was worth the wait. We all now know. But anyway, we'll get back to NXT UK champion. For shame on us. Yes. This is the least mentioned title on this podcast, on our show. Mm-hmm. It's the longest reigning current champion in WWE right now, Pete Dunne. For shame. So when you listen to this, feel free to shame us yeah. in the streets. Just throw <laughs> drinks at Larry, not me. But, I mean, I agree with you, but I don't know. I don't think it has enough exposure. Exposure. I must really screw that up. That's okay. That and 205 Live, I think, are the two most underrated as far as wrestling goes. In as the company, of, as is, far as pure talent and the yeah. match quality of each of every the respectful single titles, time. every yeah. single time out, it's not like oh they had an off. No, every single time, two hundred five live delivers. Every single time, NXT UK delivers, and I think it's very underrated. I think the platform that it's on, it should have its own time slot at a prime time. I mean, you could even go back to back and do two hundred five live and NXT UK on a Thursday night from eight to eight thirty, eight thirty to nine. Or if you want to do hour shows, 8 and 9 o'clock, I mean, it's go. still not bad. No, it's You're, perfect. It, it's just it's like SmackDown. Sma- it's the SmackDown time slot on Thursday. Exactly. But only on the network, and then you now... Yeah. But, I mean, the talent over there, Pete Dunne, is amazing. He, here's what I want to I want to go over with you. Yeah. Now, do we... We're saying who is worthy enough... Who is, yeah, deserving of, of same, defeating him. Same, same. Yeah. Of defeating him. Now, are we just keeping it strictly over in the UK? Because, personally, I think that this title should be... It should bounce around. I know with travel and all that, it's nearly impossible to get to get Pete Dunne over here as much as you want. But deserving... Like, who is deserving on the UK scene right now that should dethrone him? I mean, 
I know you feel Walter is deserving just because we watched his independent and whatnot when he was with other promotions, when he was over in the UK. I mean, yes, he's probably one of the top, if not the top uh, wrestlers over there. Yes. So in that sense, yes, he is deserving. And he's a big guy. He's, I mean, it's almost time for Pete Dunne to move on. That, and so, that's the other reason why I believe Walter... I mean, they signed Walter to be the face of... That brand. Of the brand anyway. So I think... And not only that, you you're want Pete Dunne to start to move up. Like you said. You want him to be on NXT now and be an NXT superstar strictly than going back and forth wrestling with NXT. But he's also what people want to tune into when they watch that. Like, he is the face no, of that now. And yeah. he has been the face of it since the start. He's been the United Kingdom champion for 600 and almost 50 days or something. Yeah. Maybe a little over. But I think, I mean, as always, there's always a time to move on and, and move forward. And that's why you have Walter. And you still have so much talent. Zach Gibson is one of the first that always comes to mind when I think of NXT UK because he's so good at what he does. And he's so good in the ring. His, I mean, I love his gimmick. So I, he's another one that needs to shine and go up against Walter. Um, Just for deserving out of all of the UK wrestling scene and just who puts in the work and has for years now, mm -hmm. El Aguero. True, yes. I mean, I mean, I would pop for that. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like I said, it, it's all the guys that are on that, it's just you, on need, that roster. you need someone that they can build around. And I think Walter is your your biggest platform to build upon. Yes. So that would be... All in all, yeah, I think yeah. Walter would be the perfect fit. I was trying honest. to find an argument against it, and I did a half-assed job at it. <laughs> but I think we came to a conclusion. Yeah. Walter it is. Yeah. Choppy, choppy. So... Um, Going on to a completely different topic now. Yes, we're going um, all over the place. A couple weeks ago, it came out that all of a sudden, Chris Hemsworth is going to play uh, Hulk Hogan in a biopic. And I think we reported it on the uh, Berserker file. And we were, we've been wanting to do this a couple weeks. We just keep forgetting and we keep having interviews and stuff like that. So The grind. Uh, yeah, so we wanted to get to this. We put, out a, put it out on Twitter to see if anyone would want to do it as well. But we wanted to do it. Um, because we just thought it'd be a fun idea to cast the supporting roles in Hulk Hogan's career. And we kind of picked, we, did, we didn't know the exact who was going to be in the movie, so we picked some of the popular, either... Some of the most obvious. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone except for Andre, because he's almost impossible. And yeah, it, at most, what, Big Show? That would probably be everyone's guess. You know yep. what I mean? Yao Ming. <laughs> I don't think that would work. <laughs> you don't think you can pull it off? <laughs> I don't think you can pull it off. So... Um, the people that we are going to cast, Vince, obviously, and then Piper, Savage, Beefcake, Jimmy Hart, Ultimate Warrior were the five that we went with. Um, so, Feel free, after you hear this, if you want to put your two cents in and book your own. Yeah, at 215 Wrestling on Twitter and at 215 Wrestling on Facebook, either one. Um, message us, uh, leave on our timeline, and uh, we would love to hear from you and see what your opinion is and who you think um, may be better for a certain role. So, oh, I guess we'll just go back and forth. Um, start with Rowdy Piper. All right. All right, so uh, my Rowdy Piper, I picked uh, Gerard Butler, obviously 300 and law-abiding law citizen. And the uh, reason I pick him, the intensity helps that – He's, he's not far from uh, 
from being Roddy Piper's countryman. He can have the accent, probably get it down good. I think uh, intensity alone would really sell. So I think Gerard Butler would be a pretty good pick. And that was my only beef against the Butler pick is I don't think he's going to have the right type of intensity that Piper had. Yes. Now my pick, I went on a completely different spectrum. I went on someone who could actually get crazy and mm-hmm. who could play a really good, upbeat, crazy person. So because Piper always looked like when he when he went off, he always looked like he was fucking on crack. Yes. So my pick was Jim Carrey. I mean, obviously he would need to put on a little weight, but I feel like he could fit the the raw emotion of Piper the best. Yeah, and my only not as much as I love Jim Carrey, my only knock against Carrey is I look at Jim Carrey in that in that type of role, and I would say, okay, it's Jim Carrey putting on a Scottish accent. It, it, it I wouldn't see him transformed into another person. Um, it, it it'd be hard for me, and it might just be me. You know what I mean, thinking like that. But it's just, I don't know. I would always just see Jim Carrey. I think putting on an act instead of seeing him transform into the person. That's all. Um, Agree to disagree on that one. Yeah. But we disagreed on everyone. So let's get to it. (laughs) Um, All right. Let's go with your Jimmy Hart. My Jimmy Hart, I went with, uh, it was a, it was a tough one because I originally had someone else, but I ultimately went with Jack Black. Which I think is a very solid pick for Jimmy Hart. You, You look at the craziness and being able to be all around the ring and yeah. And he would have to lose a little bit more weight. A little bit more weight, but... Even though he has lost weight a little bit, but... You get the mutton chops on him and the long mullet. I think he's a shoo-in. Yeah, I I think that's a really good pick. I didn't see that one coming. Um, for mine, I... For Jimmy Hart, I picked two. My first one, right off the bat, I thought Charlie Day from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Which, it was the... I thought we were going to be similar, but yeah, I thought that was a really good pick. I think he can get wacky and high-pitched and crazy exactly and then the other one i thought just for sheer stature actually better if you're going circa 1989 yeah it was martin short and he would probably be perfect yeah yeah once i thought of him i thought man either way it would really work out i like martin short actually a little bit better than my charlie day pick. i do too but i'm i'm picturing him in clifford yes exactly yeah so um let's go to um let's go to beefcake all right Brutus the barber and uh, I picked Christian Bale, obviously from The Dark Knight. Um, I think he can obviously really transform. Um, and I think he can have those wild eyes like Beefcake had. Uh, but Beefcake was typically more like, he was reserved a lot when he was on the mic. But he was just, I don't know, he can be over the top. So I think Christian Bale could have pulled that off. And my pick was heartthrob himself, Ryan Reynolds. I think I I don't know why I just I pictured this as a good fit. I think he he like like you said he could get to be that wacky side and but he can dial it back in when he needs to. Mm-hmm. And he can work the crowd like the Brutus. And I just kind of want to see him with the big scissors. Yeah. <laughs> the receding mullet and the big scissors, the yeah. teased hair. Everyone's got teased hair in this one. Yes. Somewhat. Yeah. So, uh, up next, yeah. I think we'll go with the warrior, the ultimate warrior. Okay. Now I actually had two mm-hmm. and I had to pull someone from the deceased, which would actually be my first choice, which I think he would play a better one, but I'll, I'll go with my, my first choice, mm-hmm. which was Christian Bale. Yeah. 
I feel like <laughs> I feel like he'd be able to mutter just insanity into the microphone with nobody understanding what the hell's going on very well. But someone who might be able to do that better was his counterpart in The Dark, Dark Knight. Knight. Yeah. Heath Ledger. I think he would be ultimately the best warrior. <laughs> Uh, my ultimate warrior, I actually didn't pick an actor because I kind of thought about it a little bit and I couldn't find anyone I thought would stack up. Um, physique. Physique-wise, exactly, um, unless bulking up. So I actually went to the wrestling world and I picked EC3 uh, because you got the in-ring skill. Anyone can really pull off uh, the, the warrior actual moveset. Um, but, what moveset? Yeah, exactly. Um I just think he has the charisma. He can. He looks the part. You put the put a wig on him and and the face paint, and he's going to be really, really close. You're going to need someone to actually shake the ropes too, that knows how to shake the ropes <laughs> yeah. with such brute force and insanity. I think he could. I think he's, he, he's a big time. And you need someone who's fan. fast and yeah. who is not going to trip up on tassels. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> you need someone who's very coordinated. Yeah. Um, so let's. Go to Vince now. Now, um, see, I took it as we first did this as Vince, old Vince, and my, I'm just gonna throw this out there. I went with Tommy Lee Jones. I know he's a little older looking, but it's a wonderful world of Hollywood where you can make up the shit out of someone, and they can look a little bit younger or yeah. a little bit older. Yeah. But I think intensity and just like the voice, I think he'd be perfect. I uh, I went a little off on this one, but I like the character actor work of Michael Shannon, who is in um, he's in Boardwalk Empire. He's in um, God, why can't I think of the oh Eight Mile? He is the the uh, boyfriend of Eminem's mom who beats the hell out of her, and then Eminem gets in a fist fight with. Uh, so you think he'll sell Stoner the same way he did? I think he could. <laughs> yeah, I, I think he could do that. You think he could go limp fish? Yeah. Um, but I just think it, he's just so good and he immerses himself in a role. I think he would be a really good Vince. The other one is Bradley Cooper, who is um, rumored, to, rumored be to be in in Vince's biopic, Vince McMahon. So he's the other one. So my young Vince, I picked Tom Hardy. Yes. I think I just all the people I picked, I, I like their – the. They're acting. I mm -hmm. think they could pull almost anything off. So, why not throw them in one of the weirdest acting positions of all time and have to play someone who's a persona? At first, I actually picked Tom Hardy to play Piper. That was one of my other picks, but I, I liked uh, Drive Butler a little bit better. So, and then we picked a bonus one. Um, I just happened to think about it, and uh, I picked <laughs> for Sting. And we're talking Crow Sting. Um, so I actually went with Keanu Reeves. <laughs> um, so my favorite wrestler of all time, Larry decided to make the biggest douchebag in the film. But but it's like Crow Sting. He doesn't have to talk. Like now, yeah, but he's just stupid looking. Like he's gonna look confused. Crow Sting was always dialed in. Now he's gonna look stupid. He's gonna look confused. He's gonna come down from have the ramp. Have you seen John Wick? Here, let me just put, paint you a picture. Let me okay. paint you a picture like a small child. <laughs> He, co he comes down from the freaking rafters on the zip cord. He's facing the wrong way. He doesn't know which way to turn. He's all confused. He gets stuck. He goes back up. Can't figure it out. Comes back down. He's upside down now. It sounds like you cast Gritty as the thing of Sting. That's what it sounds like you're telling me. Oh, I don't see a difference here. 
Gritty's got a little bit more personality. Oh, come on. You're, you're go this Keanu Reeves is a very good actor, and John Wick is is where I'm drawing this from. He you mean be, you're not going Bill and Ted? No, I'm not going Bill and Ted because that doesn't help my argument. <laughs> exactly. It doesn't help his argument. <laughs> and neither does speed. <laughs> so, no, I'm going with John Wick. Oh, God. My stinger, the crow sting, I picked James McAvoy because I think he can get dark and edgy. I mean, put the hair on him and the face paint. I think he's playing the perfect dark crow character that you need. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I think that's a really good pick. And our final one. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. The macho man. That's can, right. Can you dig it? <laughs> now, I had two. My first one. I went on a kind of look basis, and I went with Hugh Jackman. Yeah, which, like I told you, I, I actually had Hugh Jackman until I found my actual one. But then I went on personality and someone who I think can pull off that voice and do it with the same flair that Savage did, and I kind of went with Chris Pratt. Yeah. Because I could see Chris Pratt completely mm-hmm. divulging in this character. Yes. And I think he might steal a show if he did it. I agree. I think he would too. Now, my pick, um, Joe Maganello from um, Magic Mike. You picked a goddamn stripper. Um, I did pick, not not for that reason, but. Do you like my body? Oh, yeah. You want to touch it? Oh, yeah. Can you dig it? (laughs) Um, I I just, I think he can just get immersed into that voice. I think he kind of sort of looks like him. He has a skin tone. He has the beard. Don't credit card my asshole. Oh, yeah. Dollars only. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Um, I regret doing this now. Um, I completely am enjoying this. I'm not going to have a voice here to this, but fuck it. It's Friday tomorrow. Uh, Yeah, I think he would really... I think he could pull it off. I think he pull off the Macho Man. And not only that, he's a big wrestling fan. Um, he's already been on Monday Night Raw back in 2014. So, I, so I think he's he familiar with the ring. He's yeah. <laughs> he, he at least knows the. He knows what to do against with a live crowd. I'll tell you that much. So <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, yeah, that's my pick. It's kind of weird, a, but that one appearance back in 2014 really sold you. No, I'm just saying he's. You know, I mean, he's been around the WWE. He's not just some random person picking it off. He he's a fan, so uh, he could get it. Um, he's a fanboy, is he? Yeah, maybe. So I I mean, like Joe said in the very beginning, if uh, there are some that you think are better than what we picked, you got better picks than us. I doubt it, but eh, give it a shot. And and, and not only that, I, I would love to hear some like really obscure ones too, like really really out there ones. For and anybody, if you want to do Scott Hall and you want to have someone play Doink and Kevin Nash, well, maybe not Doink. Who's going to play Dennis Rodman? Who's going to play Carl Malone? Answer me that. I, man, you got me on them. <laughs> yeah, Shaq. I, I, <laughs> Carl Malone would play. Shaq would play, play Dennis Malone. Rodman. Oh, <laughs> I would. I that would really like to see that. Actually, <laughs> that's a lot of weight that he would have to lose. I think it'd be fat Dennis Rodman. Okay. I don't think Dennis Rodman had big enough impact to be in a Hulk Hogan uh, <laughs> biopic, but so, okay. if he makes it, this we're going to remember this episode when Dennis Rodman is in that. Uh, <laughs> and you can all bask in my glory. No, I don't think that's going to happen. Not even a little bit. So, we have about four matches now announced for WrestleMania. Uh-oh. 
So and they're tis the season for WrestleMania. Blah 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 blah. Uh, so obviously the main event or what, what everyone you, thinks what you think you're is going to be the main event. The main event. Uh, Becky Lynch, Ronda Rousey, Charlotte Flair for the women's title. Is it uh, weird that I now I kind of am rooting for Charlotte? Yeah, especially because last week you couldn't stop saying how she doesn't belong in the match. Well, yeah, but now that she's in, she's the best character out of all three, I think. You think she's a better character than Becky? Yes. She's more versed in all of it. And the her persona right now is at her best. Yeah, but... All right. I, I, I This might be unpopular, but... You hope Ronda retains. No, 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 no. I'm, talk, I'm, I'm going with the Charlotte thing that you just said. I don't think it's such great work when it's the same thing your dad's been doing. It's the same gimmick. And it, I mean, it's uh, it's the gimmick, but with breast implants. No, those aren't real? <laughs> like, I just, I don't, I mean, I see how great she is in the ring. Don't get me wrong whatsoever. But, eh, at least Becky manufactured this out of nowhere. I'll give you that. That's the only thing but I But that's have. all I'm giving you. That's, okay, that's fine. That's all you got? Yeah, that's all I need. Oh. I just I just think it's a ripped I, off. I don't think that's all you need though. I think you got to give it more. Got to give the fans something more. It's a ripped off gimmick that, of course it it it's going to get over because it it is who it is. She woos. It's the same well, same the music. Hell, who did Becky rip off to do all this? Who who's whose storyline is she running parallel to? All right. Well, just because they make the fans say it's Stone Cold doesn't make it's her Stone the Cold. The classic. I'm the top star, and now I'm going to get screwed over. It's not just Stone Cold. It's The Rock. It's Foley. It's the whole It's the whole mess of them. It's a top star that hasn't got their due. That's what it is. She's been champion before. But, I mean, yeah, but... She was the but first a transitional ever, champion. No, she was the first ever SmackDown Women's Champion. I know, but I'm saying how long did she hold it? You know what I mean? She, she held it for a decent amount. Yeah, but not not like a, a streak like Charlotte has done. Doing, winning everything. If she and, hadn't and, got herself over, would you still be on the Becky train saying that she needs to, she needs to win this? But she would. Even, oh, she, we, yeah, I was gonna say this would be a complete different conversation. Exactly. If she didn't turn into the man. So I understand. I do like the man persona, a little bit. I mean, I think it is kind of running its course a little bit. I, I think they're they're kind of flippy floppy with it. They mm-hmm. don't really know how they want to. Like she was all so over, then they kind of killed momentum. A little bit, but I mean, yeah, I'm pulling for Charlotte. I'm pulling for anybody but Ronda because I don't think that I I don't think I don't think Ronda's gonna win. I think she's gonna end up winning, winning, winning. <laughs> she's gonna end up winning, but it's not who I really want. I don't I, I don't foresee the challenges, and she's still very new at this. She hasn't gotten the grasp of the whole crowd and I know I get it. She's now anti-crowd. So she's just going to say anything to provoke it. But even what she says is just stupid. Yeah. It's very, um, it seems very forced. She seems very uncomfortable. Um, except when she curses. And it, other than that, it's, uh, it's, I don't know. It's very, she, it's the, I'm, because I, she can I'm ready be good. To, it's the, I'm ready to fight mentality every time I'm ready to fight. Yeah. I'm ready to fight. Yeah. So now I'm going to use my weird tough guy talk. There's Tough been times talk. there's been times where you can tell she believes in what she's saying and there are times where she's unsure about the promo, you know what I mean? She has been there's been a slight few times where she's nailed it, but then there's uh, there's been way more that where she's 
she just doesn't look comfortable saying what they want. Well, now to she's do. in the top spot. Now she's with the best of the best. Now she's she's going toe to toe with people that have lived the industry, that have been in the industry for a while now. Yeah. So now you have to step up your game. She did do the same thing with uh, Sasha. I mean, it's it's kind of like it's not it's not a fair fight. I mean, she, the one thing that she does believe because it's true is that she could beat up anyone on the roster. Yes. That's the only thing that she says that has any type of conviction behind it. Yes. And it's lame. We get it. You can beat everyone up. You were in the UFC. Mm-hmm. We get it. Yeah. You're good at fighting. But, I mean, if you look at Aleister Black's like a freaking black belt and a champion kickboxer. I mean, Corbin was a Golden Gloves boxer. I mean, there are people on that have fighting backgrounds, but they Brock have... Lesnar. Brock Lesnar. Brock Lesnar could kill half the roster. Well, yeah, but he's, he's now developed that gimmick as well of where I'm going to fight you. And, yeah. and he doesn't even need to talk, though. Yes. But anyway, there are people that could legitimately run a oh I'm a fighter gimmick but they have a character they need to turn this Ronda Rousey thing that they they bought into a character I don't think they're going to have to because I think she's going away I think she's going to they're planning on starting a family she has a three year deal anyway so I think that she had a little bit of a run she's going to end up main eventing Wrestlemania um, and then go away. Now, how do you think the rest of the roster feels about that? Do, do they think that I, that should this be their generation spot? Of, no, no. This generation of wrestlers too soft. They don't care about that. Really? Yeah, so you absolutely. Don't, you don't think... I think the mindset of a professional wrestler in WWE, at least... Um, is wait your turn? Is, yeah, my time will come. I'll get my time. Um, you, and right. I'm not saying anything that, that other wrestlers from other eras haven't already said... There's, they're not. There's not the shark like mentality. There's not. I, I'm. I want that spot anymore. It's. There we're is, all friends. There is with a few. There. I mean, yeah. Don't get me wrong. I'm Seth not, Rollins. Yeah, one of them. I, I'm you not saying think, that they're all like that. You don't think that Sasha's sitting in the back going, "This, this should be my moment as well." I mean, I get it. Like, she's, like I said, there are exceptions, and Sasha's probably definitely one of them. But probably definitely. <laughs> I, if that's I think, not fifty-fifty booking, I don't know what is. I just think that a lot of them are soft and um, they don't want to upset Vince, and I just think that's the way it the is. The happy to be there type mentality. Exactly, and I think a lot of people are happy to be there. Hmm. And I really, be, do. I really I would do. Really be interested to to find out later on if that was true. Me too, and and I don't want to say it as a dislike. You know what I mean? The it way it's is, coming though. off. But yeah, you're right. It kind of is. It kind of is. But it's just the, it's being a, a prisoner of the time, to be honest. It's what it has morphed into. It's morphed into these guys that are, again, grew up watching it, idolized The Rock, Stone Cold, Shawn Michaels, Bret Hart, Hulk Hogan, and they're there now. They see the lights and they're just happy to get in the ring and be paid well. You know what I mean? Ah, eh, storyline really don't matter. I'm getting, hey, look at the check I'm getting. Look at, I'm on TV all the time. I got 25 million or 20-some million uh, followers on Twitter that tell me I'm great every week. 20-some million? I'm just generalizing. Who the hell's got that? <laughs> I'm just generalizing. But hey, you know, no one on that roster that's got that. <laughs> I mean, unless you bring the rock back. But it's just, I don't know. It's 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 different than it is. And I don't buy, I, I like, you're right, Rollins, Sasha, Certain guys, yeah, absolutely. But and gals. Th- overall, yeah, overall, no. I think a lot of them are soft. And I don't think it's a big deal at all. To gotcha. be honest. That was my question. Yeah. Um, another, obviously, uh, match that we already know is going to happen, Brock Lesnar-Rollins. 
Because um, the Royal Rumble told us that. <laughs> yes, the, he won the Royal Rumble the and, prestige, and he gets a match. The prestigious Royal Rumble that has meant so much that when you win that damn thing, you get a title shot. Well, they only fucked up the Rumble once when they made it a 40-man. Other than that, it's been <sighs> pretty gotta, good. you got to bring that fucking... That Every time. The Every worst time. <laughs> Royal Rumble in the history of Royal Rumbles. You know how you like make pushing other people's buttons and knowing exactly oh, what to so, say? He's so bad. That was the most disappointed I've ever been watching a Royal Rumble. Yeah, but Alberto Del Rio winning was pretty bad. And that's after Savage tried to pin fucking Yokozuna. I was upset at that. <laughs> but fucking Del Rio wins, and that's just that bumps right up the list of But yeah, with the men's they usually don't fuck it up. The women's obviously we brought up that point last week about Charlotte and how they've it's only yeah. the second year and I they've just already fucked to, I just, that up. I just wanted to reiterate the fact that <laughs> bring back bring that point back up yeah i just wanted to rehash that one real quick all right what's next um okay so we talked about the as of right Charlotte now match, the, if we're gonna say with rollins that's the one i'm up in the air the most what do i you have mean, an as far as i have an inkling that oh a finish you mean that lesnar retains mm-hmm. but i'm also seeing other things develop like mcintyre beating the hell out of Ambrose every chance he gets, and now beating the hell out of Roman. So is this McIntyre's big, like, moment where he pushes through, beats up Roman, beats up Ambrose, and now his last one is Rollins, but Rollins is now holding the title, and that's the main title spot is now McIntyre versus Rollins? After Mania. Like After Mania. Up. And Rollins might, be. might Rollins might be a tra- <clears throat> transitional champion. Because I can see if McIntyre runs through... Ambrose and the big dog. Mm-hmm. Then he just keep the momentum going, and he beats he beats Rollins too. And now he's now now the title's on every week. Rollins didn't lie about that. It's just that he's not holding it. True, very true. Now this one, I can't wait to hear your opinion of this because we haven't me and you haven't talked about it. Hmm. No holds barred. Triple H versus Batista. This past Monday, the promo that was tell me cut. what you want. <laughs> Did you see, speaking of that, Yes. did you see the meme yes. and the video that yes. they attached to it with the Spice Girls? Tell me what you want. What you really, really want. Tell me what I want. Give me what I want. What I really, really want. Give me what I want. What you really, really want. I want to, I want to, I want to. Ah! Yeah, I, I saw it. It was great. Maybe uh, a couple times. Yeah. Um, but this match, I was really excited for the first promo they did. The second one, fucking, what the hell like, was that? That was I, like, so it, bad It, it hit me in the part of where I was like, I was fading, so I had to rewatch it the next morning, and I watched it, I was like, what the fuck was this? Dude, Batista, like, sp- I mean, and then spitting it, on the mic the entire time. And then after that, he kind of brought it back in, and it was actually normal. It yeah. was just the first part of that was, oh my god. Yeah. Yeah. What the hell? This is what they thought. This is what they w- went gangbusters for in the boardroom. Yeah. It, you it just, just yell this a bunch of times, and they'll get the point. Yeah. Let's see who can be louder on the mic, and yeah. then just go. And then spew random like child lines. Give me what I want. Give me what I want it now. Yeah. It... Violet, you're turning violet. <laughs> I just. Uh, I mean, I'm excited for the match itself. I think it's going to be great. But I mean, I thought the bill was. Looked like it was going to be great. It took a little, t- it took and it took a little bit of a turn this Monday. Hopefully, they can get it back, get it back a little Rain bit. Bring it back but, in. Yeah, I don't think you're going to see Batista maybe once or twice more, and then WrestleMania it is. But no holds barred. I think it's going to be. I think it's going to be your entertainment portion. Mm-hmm. 
You, yeah, you yeah. get a Triple H WrestleMania entrance, entrance, which is great always. Except when he beats Sting. It's still a cool entrance. Yeah, it was cool, but <laughs> WCW lost, lost again. Lati da. Yeah, I wonder who booked it. Uh, was it Russo? <laughs> um, the last match uh, confirmed and uh, is one that I'm so happy about because I've been calling it oh, forever. Is the Miz versus Shane? Shane turning heel. Beating the hell out of the Miz. And squeezing his dad's cheeks. <laughs> Not his ass cheeks. Get your mind out of the gutter. Maybe he did that in the back, but squeezing his face cheeks. Yes. Um, I just think it's going to be... Uh, Shane's going to jump off of something. It's going to be a good build because what are he's they gonna evil. Put, what are they going to put him on to jump off of? I don't know. I don't know. I I mean, obviously, the build's still going, so there could be a stipulation they still They should added. shoot him out of a freaking cannon. He should do a cannonball spot. For what reason? Because in New he's York, done everything they... else. You get a cannonball and be like, "Oh, he's got extensive training now. Get the nets out." Oh my God, he did it! I don't believe it. Cannonball, Shane McMahon, he did it! My God, he nearly broke him in half. Jim, he's in three pieces on the floor. <laughs> he broke him in thirds. Um, yeah, I don't think you're gonna get that call because Jr.'s contract expires this month. So, and he's signing with A E. W. That is the word, yes. Um, That's a rumor. Yeah, it is. But I think you already... Look at all these rumors surrounding me every day. I just need some time, some time to get away from, from all these rumors. I can't take it no more. My best friend says what I never meet in the girl's door. Sorry, I had to. So apparently... Our show has turned into Pee Wee's Playhouse, and I can't say that word, otherwise the music's going to play. This is also true. Okay. <laughs> and I might yell a couple times. <laughs> <laughs> so i got to make sure I don't say that oh, word again. If we could do that, make up a secret word, and I would, like... I'll yeah, but we can't make up a secret word because then it wouldn't be a secret to me or you, and you're the one that hits all the audio cues. That's true. I'm going to have to come up with a way of someone will have to tweet me directly... The secret word and whenever we share the same account i'll have to create a different account and i'll have to make sure i get all the people that listen to the show on the regular i'll have to be like look you're gonna tweet me the word of the the word of the week the secret word of the week and hopefully they'll get you to say it like something when you listen you know what you say you say the same three things every week so fucking <laughs> i don't think so we'll figure it out i'm gonna work out the hashes we're gonna get it we're gonna get it figured out okay I'm uh, good. I'm down for that. Um, so yeah, Miz, Shane, the build. Um, Miz always is very good on the mic. Now he's a little less as a face. I- I'm not a- as big a fan with him as a face on the mic. Um, but he, uh, Shane McMahon being a heel, uh, I- I've just we haven't seen it in such a long time. So I'm kind of happy. I think it's going to be uh, another one to that, freshen it up. Another one that will be in the entertainment department because it really does. I mean, it'll be the probably be the end at WrestleMania. You probably won't. Shane will go into the back again. Yeah. Um, another one that uh, that obviously hasn't been announced yet, but that is building. They pointed to the sign on SmackDown. So yes. when you point to the sign, you get what you want. Yes. Give me what I want. Point at the sign, Batiste, and you'll get what you want. You just got to point at it, and then they fucking voila. Yeah. AJ Styles, Randy Orton. This that, one, this one's great, man. That and, promo, yeah, back to back. God, it was so good. Back to back, it was very, very good. And Styles held his own against Orton, which Orton is very, very good. 
Yeah, and Orton because is he top believe, level. He right believes now. everything he fucking says. He really does. Yeah, he makes you believe if he it does as well. I think he does. I just flat out think everything that comes out of his mouth, I think he just believes. You think he's like the Iron Sheik and he just lives his gimmick? Probably. He, <laughs> I mean, it wasn't as over the top as the Sheik. <laughs> Although Randy Orton in a turban would be pretty funny walking around calling everyone cocksuckers. <laughs> I touched my dick. <laughs> Jabroni. <laughs> Want to touch my hand? <laughs> Who wants to shake my hand, Jabroni? I cut. I touched my cock with it. Uh, yeah, I, I think that feud and that match is actually going to be a lot better than when uh, when our buddy Eggy brought it up and and put, pointed it out. Um, I wasn't really into it. I thought, oh man, I kind of don't want to see that. And then after that promo Tuesday, it was. God, it was so good. It got it gets, me invested. It gets you it really a little did. amped up for it. Yeah, it, it really did. I they agree. really got it. Um, everything else, it, there's nothing. I mean, the tag, the tag division on SmackDown has they, they're doing all kinds of different things. So you don't know what direction they're going there. Um, I'm thinking Usos Hardys at Mania. You get the Hardys in there. You think they're gonna? They would add a couple more teams and just do a ladder match to make that the ladder match this year. I don't think so. No, maybe. I mean, you unless have, you just you, do a ladder match between them four guys. Yeah, maybe. I mean, you have the Usos and you have Jeff Hardy, and there's a ladder, so you know it's going to be exciting. Yeah. And you almost have the cruiserweight champion, the two hundred five live cruiserweight champions, almost decided. Yes, not, that match is almost decided. Not yet, but you're getting. They're starting to pile up you can kind of guess what it's going to be for mania at this point yeah everything seems to be coming into place you might get mcintyre roman which would i don't know what would do with dean at this point maybe he is actually on his way out who knows yeah i'm um, actually the, a part of me when everything happened at rick flair's celebration i was a little bit disappointed because i wanted to see dean versus triple h but yeah. I kind of knew it wasn't going to happen when he made that turn that night after he got beat up and went back to Rollins. It was like, where were you? I was like, oh, all right, he's not going to be the badass. He's going to back to old Seth Rollins. But and Dean Ambrose. Oh, my God. Why do I keep doing that? Anyway. God. I'm going to take a 180, and I'm going to touch on something that you really wanted to touch on, and that's how we'll end this extravaganza of a show. And we're going to do it with a little WWE Hall of Fame. P.S. Congratulations to Harlem fucking Heat. That's WCW right there, baby. Five time, five time, five time. Can you dig it, sucker? Uh, very deserving. Harlem Heat, very deserving. Um, very underrated. As great as everyone thinks they are at the time, no one was talking about the Harlem Heat. It was always... Or um, just Harlem Heat. The Harlem Heat. Well, I didn't... Come yeah. on, you freaking noob. This is what you I was re referring to them as the tag team, like the Harlem Heat. But anyway... <laughs> Just refer to them as Harlem Heat. Whatever. Um, when you look at the Dudleys and the Hardys and Edge and Christian, they're always a name that gets left out as far as, like, greatest of all time. Uh, and Because of the their promotion, right promotion yeah. that they were on. Of course. But, I mean, I mean they, they going, deserve it They were so going toe-to-toe -to -toe with some of the best, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. I mean, you had the Steiner brothers in there. You had LOD in there for a little short spell. Mm -hmm. But just their in in ring alone. Forget. I mean, Sting and Luger. Yeah, it, they just they were tops. They were so athletic, so powerful. It was the perfect combination. Yeah, it I was. mean, it just had a great valet. Yeah, with Sherry. Yeah, 
I wasn't a big WCW fan, but Harlem Heat was definitely an interesting... Anytime they were on this TV screen, I was hooked, no matter what, because they were so entertaining and fun to watch. Um, and you couldn't miss Booker T's promos. <laughs> just ask Hulk Hogan. Hmm. Um, I mean, it was just... They were great, so I'm, I'm glad they really deserve it. Going the other way... Uh-oh, we're going backwards. I do not think Tori Wilson belongs in the Hall of Fame. Pray tell. Um, I listened to Edge and Christian's podcast Uh-oh. Uh, on the way home the other day, and they were talking with Bobby Fish. And they happened to bring up um, the induction of Tori Wilson. And they were like, oh, she's getting flack because of her time frame. And they did the best they could with what they did. That doesn't mean she gets in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, it's not like you pick the worst or the best in the worst era. Exactly. And if you're going to do that, then... I mean, at least pick someone. Molly Holly. Yeah. You know what I mean? Who was amazing in the ring. I think Tori, God, it just, it bugs me. And then I, someone on Twitter said, well, Sonny's in. Yeah, but Sonny was different. Sonny was, a. It, granted, she wasn't a diva. She didn't wrestle. She didn't have a title. But Sonny broke, broke the barrier as far as a valet, the way in the Attitude Era. Not obviously, she's not a Miss Elizabeth or Sherry or anyone or Mula, anybody like that who transitioned to or Madison. Yeah, I mean, any one of them, it's different with Sunny. She was the first blonde bombshell. You know what I mean? As far as a valet goes, she was just the it girl, and she brought it. Tori Wilson held a couple championships, didn't she? Um, that I don't know. I yeah, didn't even look at. She I, was I, a couple. She held the title. I'm not going to argue with you. If she did, she did. I have no idea. She was in the same. Era as Sable, right? Right after. Right he was after. after Sable. Yeah, Sable had already left when Tori Wilson was around. Gotcha. Tori Wilson was like, Tori Wilson... It I was... guess that goes to your point where it wasn't really too... That's what I'm saying. I don't think she belongs in. I could care less. Sonny's already in. I don't care. that Just because Sonny's in doesn't mean that Tori has to get in. Tori didn't do anything to deserve to get in. One title here or there doesn't make her a Hall of Famer. And she's very forgettable. And that's how we're wrapping up the show this week. We're talking about Tori Wilson's Hall of Fame induction. I'm sorry. It's just one of those things that bothers me. And how it's not deserved. No. I mean, good for her. And she got it, so great. I just, I think there could have been better women. Molly Holly being one of the first ones that pops in my head. But, whatever. At least China got in. That's one one good thing about this year. Is China getting in with DX. Yeah. And then hopefully this... That should be a fucking bizarre crazy speech in itself you're yes. giving X-Pac a mic <laughs> yeah oh, who inducts DX Tyson really you think Tyson that would be pretty funny it would I be think, funny I think it would be extremely fitting I can't think because uh, I think if you go you start with Tyson and you're going to lead into DX it's just going to be insanity throughout the whole time yeah yeah, I can't. I'm trying to think of anyone else who would induct DX I would actually now rather and prefer to see Mike Tyson on the TV screen. All right. I like that pick. I can't think of anyone better, so Mike Tyson sounds good to me. Right. That's there a good we pick. Go. All right, so um, we're going to stop it right there. Um, and collaborate and listen. <laughs> Brotherly love back with a brand new invention. Something grabs a hold of you tightly. Flow like a hawk. Move daily and nightly. We'll never stop. Yo, I'm Joe. <laughs> Turn on Larry. And he glows. <laughs> that was a little bit of a reach, but... You you wound it back in. I did. I always do. Yeah. I can go far, far out to sea, but I'll always find my way back home. 
So uh, right before we close, uh, I do want to say we hope you enjoyed our um, fast lane preview show that we did a Twitter live. If you missed it, um, it's still on our timeline, but we will be doing a live show on Twitter again for WrestleMania. WrestleMania. I love that theme, <laughs> but uh, probably Sunday afternoon ish, right before the actual pre-show. So around maybe two or three, we'll be putting out um, tweets to let you know exactly when that will be. We'll keep pinning where we are and Absolute, you can guess yeah. the spot that we're going to actually film live. Yes. Cause we're not really sure right now. Yeah. <laughs> we don't even know yet. Yes. <laughs> so, uh, it'll be wonderful. But we, and for those who did watch, um, we thank you so much. We hope you enjoyed it and, uh, there will be more to come obviously. So, um, thank you for, uh, listening. We hope you enjoyed the show and we'll be talking to you very soon. Later. Oh, I did but it again. I just gotta know. Damn it. I really got to move these buttons.